Hello, and welcome to the Daily Action Podcast, where we scour the sports universe and make picks on the most interesting events of the day. It is Friday, the 6th of November. Uh, this is Dan. I am joined by Alex. Uh, it is, it is, what am I calling this? No, no, no pre, no pre-pick November, maybe? I guess so. That's good um, And I had a great experience last night, but before we get into that, Alex, you watched the football last night. How'd you end up doing? I did. I was. Uh, I actually watched that entire game last night, and it was a uh, you know kind of as expected. I said before the game, you know, Packers minus six and a half is a great bet, and they covered that very easily. I don't think I was ever concerned with that play. Then my favorite actually play of the game hit easily. Devonta Adams over seventy nine and a half receiving yards. I think he was close to one eighty. Um, so yeah, I mean he's unbelievable. They no one can really guard him these days. He you know had that fifty yard touchdown on the first drive and needed thirty more yards from there. And I think he had three or four catches over twenty yards. And he he's just a phenomenal player. So between those two guys, between the the Packers winning by more than seven and Devonta Adams going over, it was definitely a very solid night. And your live uh, tweets of the Nevada game helped me out too. So have a little extra cash going into the weekend and would love. For you to explain, you know, what you saw in that Nevada game. Yeah, man. So uh, what did we know about Nevada going into the game? Um, we knew that they've got what we assumed would be, you know, this very high-powered offense. Uh, we also knew that it was a 4 o'clock game on the West Coast and that Utah State was getting back a running back that they were not able to, uh, to utilize last week. So I went into the game um, and – you know, if, if I was going to make any picks, I was probably just going to take the team total over, um, which was 37 and a half, I believe, uh, for Nevada. And then I was going to take them given the points. And I think it might have been at like 20 or 20 and a half when the game started. Um, I'm watching that game and, you know, they, they, they look like they have all the pieces there, but they just can't put it together. Like they just looked a little bit out of sync. Next thing you know, quarterback gets sacked in the end zone, safety. 2-0 Utah State. They come back. They turn it over. A lot of weird penalties, like a lot of weird penalties. I think I saw three blindside blocks for 15 yards. Um, and then Utah State scores on uh, on a, another play that had been called back. So they had scored, called back, scored again. Um, and I watched that line, and I'm just like, Utah State was completely overmatched. And Nevada just had not put the pieces together. They got this guy Dubs, this this wide receiver, six foot three, fast as all hell. Um, and you know they'd used him on a couple of out routes, but like hadn't hit him deep yet. But they kept trying. And so I was just like, man, this is the play. Like they're going to come back. They're going to score three touchdowns in this first half. I don't think Utah State's going to score again with the the position I was in. Um, and I live tweeted it. And so I took first half minus five and a half, which is what the line was down to, which is a pretty big line, <laughs> um, considering they were down nine, nothing. And, um, and then I took them uh, for the game minus 12 and a half and then minus 14 and a half. And uh, next thing you know, dubs to the end zone. Next thing you know, dubs to the end zone. Next thing you know, on a third and long, dubs the end zone. Three touchdowns in the first half. Turned it up. Like first half, 20, I think it was 28-9. Uh, yeah, 28-9. They're up by 21, or they're up by, sorry, they're up by 19 going into the second half. It was like a, it was like free. It was literally, it was like, I was just like, this is ridiculous. Um, 
And so I, it was a great, it was a great live pick experience. Um, I hit, I, I covered it all. That's awesome. Yeah, no, they they really flicked a switch there. Went down nine nothing. Sounds like you know they just needed one or two things to go in their way. Started off a little ugly, but you know the better team normally prevails in that situation. And with a stud receiver like like Doves, you know, it's too it was too easy for them last night after they got going. So that was cool. On the other side of it, uh, I made a live play on that uh, Green Bay San Francisco game. So like I was saying to you, I was very confident in Green Bay going into that game. But again, I was being disciplined in the sense that I didn't want to touch anything pregame. Um, the Packers have scored on their first drive eight out of eight times this year. Um, and they did it again. <laughs> and so a line that I think was seven and a half when the game started jumped to 17 and a half pretty quickly. I think right after that first Niners turnover. And I was trying to wait it out because if the Niners would have come down and at least kicked a field goal, then the line probably would have gotten back down to like nine and a half or so. Um, it didn't. I took the Niners uh, or I took the Packers giving 17 and a half, honestly thinking it was going to be like a 42-10 game. That garbage touchdown at the end uh, meant that the Packers won by 17, not 17 and a half. So um, I don't know. Like that was kind of a bad beat, but yeah. Yeah, no, I mean – I feel bad for that 49ers team. I mean, they had some high expectations, obviously, coming into this year, a lot of injuries. And uh, obviously, we'd love to get Zach back on here to discuss, you know, what what he thinks they should do so they, you know, start to prepare for the draft. Who would they be looking at? Do they need a quarterback? So I think, you know, bringing him on, obviously, he has a significant knowledge of that team. would be definitely make for an interesting uh, conversation with him. So we'd love to try to get that scheduled again with him sometime soon. Yeah, yeah, he was tweeting about trading for Sam Darnold, so – We'll have, yeah, we'll have to discuss that. Um, all right. Uh, there's some fun football on tonight. So we'll be on here tomorrow and we'll break down college football Saturday. I'm trying to get a, uh, a guest on tomorrow morning um, that, that has a little bit of a uh, background in the space, but we'll, we'll see about that. Um, there's some fun games tonight, two that I think stick out to us. Uh, I'm big on the Miami game, and I think you're big on that Boise State game, right? Correct. And I actually do have a play in the San Jose state san diego state game too so we'll cover all three games uh really quickly all right very cool so um again just to remind you i'm only doing live picks which is going to be really interesting uh especially looking at this 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 miami team so you've got a miami team with a very strong defense right and they're playing an nc state team that has proven to be pretty good they put up some some decent points right they lost to usc or sorry unc last weekend but before that, they they beat my Panthers of Pittsburgh, if you remember that, 30 to 29. Um, they beat Virginia and they beat a Duke team uh, convincingly. Miami, last few games, beat Virginia, but didn't put up that many points. It was 1914. They beat Pitt more convincingly uh, and they got whooped by Clemson. Um, they did start the year off really good, beat Louisville, beat Florida State. So, Going into this game, I like Miami. Ten points might be a little bit too many. And I'm in the camp where if NC State comes in, charges down, if this is a 7-7 game, if this is a 3-0 NC State game, um, that line's going to move. And it's going to drop down probably to 7.5. And, and if it ends up being like a 10-0 that line could drop down to like two and a half or three, at which point I'm probably on Miami. Um, so I'm going to be tracking it. And if NC State shows me that they can score against that Miami defense, 
I might flip it. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm live picking and I'm basically, I'll tweet out where I end up going, but my intention is to get Miami, um, giving less points. Fair. No, I, I, I agree. I think 10 and a half is a lot. Um, this game is at NC state. If it was in Miami, it'd be a different story. I'd probably lean Miami minus 10 and a half, but since it is at NC state, you know, I, yeah, I would definitely wait and take this one live, but yeah, you'll, you'll tweet it out. So I'll, I'll keep an eye on that and that'll be helpful. Um, let's talk about a top 25 matchup here. So tonight at 9 45 PM on Fox sports one BYU travels to the blue turf of Boise state to play them. And this is an interesting game. Obviously, BYU is top 10 in the country. Boise State is 21st in the country. And BYU is led by their junior quarterback, Zach Wilson, who has become a household name. He is, you know, a Heisman candidate. Probably won't win it, but could get a trip to New York. You know, he's been he's been a fun player to watch. Very good. Uh, but, you know, this is tough. I mean, they uh, BYU has not played anyone great this year. All their wins have been blowouts. And traveling to Boise State, playing on that turf is always tough for an opposing team. Uh, and, you know, I, I – this is tough, but I, I really do like BYU in the spot. I think this is a great opportunity for Wilson to, you know, cement his name even more so in that Heisman, you know, running. So I do like BYU minus two and a half. Again, you know, if Boise State comes down and scores his first touchdown, you know, you'll get BYU plus two and a half. So see what happens there. But pregame, I will say BYU minus two and a half. And also, too, Boise State has a few players that are questionable trending – towards likely out so that could be a factor so the line could shift a little bit but if you're listening now get BYU right now at minus two and a half yeah that could be a one-sided game I think so too it could get ugly quick yeah. or they hang around and pull away late we'll see what happens um next game this is at what time is this game this has got to be a later game uh nine or nine forty-five, whichever the opposite of what you just okay yeah uh San Jose State traveling to San Diego State to play the Aztecs San Diego State is minus nine and a half, and I have one play in this game, and it will be the over 48 and a half points. Uh, you know, San Diego State, you know, they pride themselves on defense, but they have not been great this year. San Jose State is a pass-first offense. They rank fifth in the nation in passing yards per game, 353, uh, and they average 90 yards on the ground. So they they have a good offense. They can score when they want to. So it's going to be one of those games, you know, what's going to give? Will the offense, you know, overcome the good defense, or will the defense stifle San Jose State, and I, I am going to say that San Jose State will be able to get some points up on the board. I do like San Diego State to win the game, but that line, I think I think this we could see this game get into the 50s, especially late, I, even in OT. You know, this is a, a rival game. They always play each other close. So I, I do like this going over 48.5 points at minus 110 tonight. All right. Let's see what happens. It should be fun. Good luck. Let's get back on here tomorrow morning. Sounds good. All right, Al. See you.